Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Beautiful Behavior Podcast. I am your host, Diane Sorensen, certified life coach, hypnotherapy practitioner, mother, grandmother, and human fascinated with behavior and how to live our best life. My goal is to offer you another perspective, to see behavior in ourselves, our children, and others from another angle. This podcast is for anyone who wants to feel more connected in their relationships. It's for anyone who feels the pull for something more. It's for parents and those who are not. This podcast is for anyone who wants to take a deeper look because this is where we talk about breaking generational patterns and outdated cultural beliefs, cultivating deeper connections in our life, and leading our life with more confidence and clarity. And I believe that's when beautiful behavior comes into focus. You can learn more about my process, me, and the three different ways in which beautiful behavior could come into focus for you at my website at diannesorensen.net. That's D-I-A-N-E-S-O-R-E-N-S-E-N.net. Okay, listeners, let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this new week and this new episode. Before we dive in, I just wanted to take this opportunity to let you know that uh, this the reinvention group program has a few seats left, and we start this Friday. So if you want to take charge of your life, understand and diffuse your triggers so you can reclaim your calm, learn about boundaries in a whole new way, they're not what you think, and feel more confident in your parenting decisions, I invite you to join us. Again, we start this Friday, January 26th. So you can go to dianesorensen.net forward slash reinvention dash group. I will put that link in the show notes and would love to have you join this small group of women. All right, so let's get into this week's episode. So today I wanted to talk about mistakes and our relationship to mistakes. So culturally, we judge mistakes as, are they on accident? Are they done accidentally? Or are they done on purpose? And anything done on accident, we tend to let it go. We tend to go, okay, we'll let it go this time, but don't do it again. And anything we judge as done on purpose is punishable. So either way, we get the message that mistakes are wrong and bad. And therefore, if we make a mistake, we are wrong or bad. And what this does is actually perpetuate 
perfectionism. You know, always be good. Always do the right thing. Make the right choices. Take the right actions. Have the right friends. Get the right grades. Get the right education. And so forth. It's about always be right. And what our body naturally does is pair a feeling with an experience. And so if you've heard the expression, uh, neurons that wire together, fire, or (laughs) I said that backwards, neurons that fire together, wire together. So experience plus feeling gets wired together. And so in our experience, if mistakes are paired with the feelings of uh, feeling diminished or less than or inadequate, or maybe it leaves you feeling stupid. And what happens then is that our, we resist making any mistakes, which leads to always being perfect, right? If we never make mistakes and we always are being good and always making the right choices, making any wrong choice or any mistake becomes threatening. And so when our our brain perceives threat, it will create an avoidance strategy to protect us from this threat. Even though it's not physically threatening, it is emotionally threatening. If it's if something is going to make us feel inadequate or diminished, that is an emotional threat. And our brain will protect us from that. And even though as a child that keeps us contained and out of trouble, it does not serve us in adulthood. In fact, it will sabotage our forward movement and keep us stuck. And it can actually keep children stuck too. Uh, Take myself for instance, in school, I really got the message that uh, having a wrong answer was going to get me diminished or feeling stupid. So really being open to learning, I was resistant to learning because I was resistant to making any mistake or being wrong. You know, making making mistakes was a threat, being wrong was a threat, and therefore learning itself was a threat. And so if you have an insatiable need to be right, you have probably paired being wrong with painful emotions like inadequacy and diminished feeling diminished, feeling stupid, feeling not good enough. And so let's talk about 
decision making. Do you find that making decisions is difficult for you? Often we find making decisions is so difficult or overthinking or constantly second guessing ourselves. And maybe we wonder, why is it so hard for me to make a decision? And I think it's because we don't trust ourselves to make decisions. We don't trust ourselves to make this decision because what if it ends up in painful emotions? What if I make a decision and it doesn't work out the way I had hoped? which is a mistake. And then we beat ourselves up, right? Because we have learned that making mistakes is punishable, wrong and bad. And actually learning that mistakes are wrong and bad is a mistake (laughs) because we need mistakes. We need mistakes to be able to assess and gauge. We need the contrast to be able to go, oh, yeah, not this. Let's shift gears here. Let's refocus. Let's make a new choice, take a new action to move in a different direction. And so here's the thing with done on purpose or accident. All mistakes are mistakes. Whether they are, whether we judge them as on accident or on purpose, they are mistakes. Anything that we choose to do or not do that ends up impacting us in a negative way or it doesn't turn out the way we had hoped, that is a mistake. So we're all faced with making decisions every day. So if I make a decision and, and you know, if I'm intentionally making a decision and go, okay, I I need to decide one way or another on, I don't know, whatever it is. And I decide to go one way. And that does not work out the way I had hoped. That is a mistake. Even though I made that decision, I made that choice on purpose It is a mistake. And now I can say, okay, that didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. So I'm going to, now I get to make a new choice and take a new action that will take me in a different direction. That is actually how I learn from that mistake. And mistakes are opportunities to learn. But when we are not willing to make mistakes, we're not willing 
then to learn we're protecting ourselves from the painful emotions of making a mistake we're also protecting ourselves from learning which also means we're protecting ourselves from growing from evolving and this is where we feel stuck so if you feel stuck in your life ask yourself what am i avoiding what am i protecting myself from what do i not want to feel and deal with and so it is the same for children their behavior their misbehavior are mistakes whether we judge it as it was on accident or on purpose if they purposefully take an action and it doesn't turn out in their favor it doesn't you know it impacts them in a negative way it's a mistake and an opportunity to learn punishing mistakes does not lead to learning from mistakes punishment teaches defensiveness defending against learning from the mistake uh defending even against looking at the mistake defending against taking ownership for it responsibility taking responsibility for a mistake will not be taken if you're in defense you will defend against taking responsibility and you will learn not to trust yourself in making decisions and taking actions and oftentimes that's where we mostly get stuck in our life is taking the action. We don't take action because we actually really don't trust ourselves to take the action and trust that we can handle whatever the outcome is and be able to refocus and make new decisions. And it's just one decision at a time, one choice, one action at a time. We tend to think we have to have it all figured out right now. And you know, when something doesn't turn out how you had hoped, forgive yourself, give yourself some compassion and actually be proud of yourself that you were willing to take the risk to make a decision and then choose a different one that you know evaluate what might take me in the other direction you know make a plan for what would what's one choice that might take me in the other direction and then take action on that and then what's one more choice one more action. And so that's how we can help ourselves and our children build trust, build self-trust rather than self-doubt. And you know, we all want to feel confident. We all want to have our children feel confident, and I believe that in order to build well, in self-confidence actually is self-trust. It's trusting ourselves to be able to make choices and take actions. 
And to do that, I think we really need to address the self-doubt. You know, if we can learn to respond to our self-doubt with compassion rather than criticism, that helps us to be confident, to trust ourselves that we can handle self-doubt, that we can handle making mistakes, that we can handle that we're not perfect, that we don't have to be better than. And if we're not better than, that doesn't make us less than. It really comes down to our relationship with mistakes. And if we can't trust ourselves in making mistakes, we will not trust our children in making mistakes and their mistakes will trigger us, which doesn't have anything to do with them. It has to do with us and our own beliefs around mistakes and our own beliefs around misbehavior. Misbehavior are mistakes. Again, whether done on purpose or, or what we may judge as accident. And you might say, oh, okay, well, if my child hits somebody, then that's just okay. I'm not saying that it's okay. I'm saying it just is. And now there's an opportunity to teach a new skill. Because in the heat of the moment, we will use the skills that we most know how to use. So for a child in the heat of the moment, the skill that they know to use is hitting. And so we want to give them a new skill to use in those situations and and practice with them over and over and over and over, just like teaching ourselves a new skill. We might be wanting to be more calm, say, And in the heat of the moment, we might catch ourselves blowing up or yelling because yelling is the skill that we have come to learn, that that we've gotten used to using to avoid feeling undesired feelings. It's, you know, yelling is a protection. These are our go-to strategies uh, in the heat of the moment. And they're not helpful. So we want to be able to see them as mistakes so that we can be more compassionate with it and know and trust ourselves that we can learn new skills. It takes time. It takes practice. And we can learn them. So every time we make a mistake, every time we see ourselves in an old pattern that is not helpful, that we want to change, we continue to practice that and go, oh, oh yeah, here I am over here again. Okay, so now I can make a new choice and take a new action. And that's it. When we make a decision that, whether it's in the heat of the moment or whether it's an intentional decision we've made because we think this is how I'm going to get to where I want to go. And then it ends up, oh, 
actually isn't how to get to where I want to go. Okay, now all I have to do is make a new choice and take a new action to start me in the direction the other way. So my challenge for you this week is to notice your relationship with mistakes. Notice what you are making this mistake mean about you or notice mistakes in others and what are you making their mistakes mean about you or or what are you making their mistakes mean about them and then just notice how this could be tied to contributing to self-doubt and how it could be an opportunity to instill self-trust. So just play around with these concepts, reflect on them. You can journal about them. I'm a big advocate for journaling. Um, And have a great week, and I'll see you back here again next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Beautiful Behavior Podcast. If you enjoyed today's show or previous shows, I would so appreciate you subscribing and leaving a review. I am so grateful for all of you listeners who are joining me here for these conversations because I believe it's through these type of conversations that we start to shift the paradigm, creating a more loving and compassionate world. I hope you will join me here each week as we discover new ways to show up in our lives and create a bigger impact. And if you are ready to take this to the next level, head on over to my website at diannesorensen.net. Again, that's D-I-A-N-E-S-O-R-E-N-S-E-N.net. Get on my calendar and see how you can be supported and if we're a good fit so that you can get out of survival and into thrival. Change is possible and I've got you.